We've all got questions about the Bible and Christianity. Some of us are Christians and want to know how best to live for God and show our love for Him. Some of us are curious about what it means to follow Jesus. And some of us are skeptical of the idea of religion in general. Whatever your background, we invite you into these conversations that strive to take an honest look at what the Bible has to say on a wide variety of subjects. Each week, we will discuss questions that have been sent in from all around the world and try to find truth and practical application in God's Word. If you have any questions or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. All right, Dan, it's time for another one of our conversations about the big picture of a book in the Bible. Buenos dias. And we're going to be in 2 Peter. That's right, 2 Peter. Okay. This is one of the books of the Bible that was written to specifically keep people from falling away from God. Its okay. message is very simple, grow or die. <laughs> read That's us, a pretty read simple. us verse 3 and 4 of the first chapter, Brother Jed. All righty. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us his own glory and excellence. Verse 4. Oh, sorry. I was distracted by the little three and looking at that note. Yes. You were born distracted. Go ahead. Let's start over and <laughs> read three and four. I'll edit that out. Here we go. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desires. All right, that's one of those Bible long sentences, but yeah. what it really says is, <clears throat> because you've come to know Jesus Christ the end of verse 3, who called us by his own glory and moral goodness. That word means he was so good and he called us out of our darkness to his goodness. Mm. Verse 4, we've received these great and precious promises through Jesus. Yeah. And that because of these, we can become sharers or partakers in the divine nature. See, we're going to aspire to something better, something greater than the world. That last part is really important because mm. we have escaped from the corruption that is in the world by lust. When we became Christians, yeah. we were like filthy dirty with our sins and corrupt, and we have escaped through the grace and the blood of Christ. We've escaped from that corruption. Mm. Now what? That's what the book of Second Peter is about. Now yeah. that we've escaped, what are we going to do? <clears throat> that's the starting point. A lot of books, that's kind of their ending point. Yeah. They're like, so here's where we're going. This is the starting point. When you yeah. come up out of the baptismal waters, that's not when you roll the credit. <laughs> that's when you start your Christian walk. Yeah. See? Now look at verse 5. He says, for this very reason. Mm -hmm. That is because you've escaped all that muck. Yeah. See? For this very reason, giving all diligence. That word diligence means work really hard at it. Yeah, ESV says make every effort. Make every effort, all right? What does he tell us to do? Read 5 through 10 or 11 there. <clears throat> uh, he says, for this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue knowledge, and, with no and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, steadfastness with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection, brotherly affection with love. All right, stop right there. You know, that stuff doesn't just come like falling off a log. Mm -mm, no. Um, when he says, add to your faith, you've trusted in Jesus Christ. 
add the the Greek word is arete, which means moral excellence. Hmm. He's talking about having a morally excellent character. You don't just snap your fingers and do that. You have to work at it. That's yeah. why he says make every effort. Yeah. See? And then knowledge. <clears throat> you don't just get that immediately. You have to make yeah. an effort. You're not zapped with it the minute you go into no, the baptism No, you have waters. to make <laughs> an effort. You can't just Google it. You've got to do some meditation in God's Word. Then you've got self-control. Self-control means telling yourself no about things and telling yourself, yes, it's self-discipline. It takes work. So all of these things, brotherly kindness, love, pick it up at verse 8. Okay. In the, for if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he's blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to make your calling and election sure. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. All right, now notice in verse 9, he says, if you, if you lack these things, see, if you're not growing in these things, you're nearsighted and blind having forgotten your cleansing from your old sins. See, that's back in verse 4, when we right. escaped from the corruption. Yeah. And then in verse 5, yours also says, I think, make every effort again. Mm -hmm, it does. That takes you back to verse 5 where he says, because you've escaped, make every effort mm -hmm. to add these things. So make every effort to make your calling and election sure. Why should we do that? Because he says, if you do these things, yeah. you will never fall. What about if you don't do these things, if you don't grow as a Christian? It sounds like you could do the inverse statement. Yes, you're you, going to go backwards. You're you going will to fall. fall. And the whole reason for the writing of Second Peter is don't become complacent or you will fall away from God. Mm. So he says, if you do these things, you will never fall and thus shall be richly supplied to you the entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So as he develops this thing in the book of uh, 2 Peter, he goes back to the transfiguration and how God said to them that they should listen to Jesus Christ, his son, and that's what we should do. But then he brings in in chapter two these, these false teachers who were immoral and they were, ter they were uh, pulling people away from doing what God wanted them to do. Mm -hmm. For the, our purposes, drop down to uh, verse uh, 17 and let's read down through uh, the end of the chapter now listen he's talking about these people that were trying to pull them away from God okay so chapter 2 verse 17 these are waterless springs and mist driven by a storm for them the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved for speaking loud boasts of folly they entice by sensual passions of the flesh those who are barely escaping from those who live in error. Oh wait a minute, they're barely escaping. What mm -hmm. does that remind us of earlier? That was needing to flee from. Yeah, and in verse 4 of chapter 1, you've escaped mm. from the corruption yeah. that is in the world by lust. Alright, keep okay. going. Alright. Uh, verse 19, they promised them freedom, but they themselves are slaves of corruption. For whoever overcomes a person, to that he is enslaved. For if after they have escaped the defilements of the world... Through wait, the wait a minute. For if after they have escaped the defilements uh -huh. of the world... Let's go back to 1-4. See uh -huh. at the end. 
having escaped the corruption that is in the world world by lust. All right, pick it up at verse 20 again. Okay. If they've escaped the defilements of the world through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome. The last state become the worst has become worse for them than the first. For if it for it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy commandment delivered to them. What the true proverb says has happened to them. The dog returns to its own vomit and the sow after washing returns to wallow in the mire. All right, so if any of you out there are still disabused of, with the notion that you you can never fall from grace and that that once God picks you, you got it made and you don't have to worry about anything, this passage should help you with that. <clears throat> because, like it. because you can turn right back into the world if you're not growing, if you're not advancing, if you're not moving forward, The book of Hebrews says you're going to drift away. This says you're going to fall back and you're going to be like that sow that was washed all clean and she goes back to wallowing in the mud. Okay? So, in chapter Mm 3, he tells them they better pay attention to the words of the Lord Jesus Christ and his apostles and be busy doing what that says. Now, that's because there's going to come a judgment day. Look at chapter 3 beginning with verse 4, what some of these uh, false teachers were saying. Read a little ways there. Sure. They were saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. All right. Jesus not coming back again, like he said. Just live how you want to. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet. For they deliberately overlooked this fact that the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God, and that by means of these the world has then existed and that then existed was deluged with water and perished but the same word by the but by the same word the heavens and earth that now exist stored up for fire being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly all right god's coming the world's going to be destroyed drop down to verse 11 and read brother jed So since all of these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for the hastening, the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn? But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. All right, so we better get ready for the day. Now look at verse 14. Look at that word in verse 14. What did he say? Therefore... Beloved, since you are waiting for these, be diligent. Oh, that's that make There's every that, effort, isn't uh-huh, it? Uh-huh, it is. Yeah, back from one five and one ten. Mm-hmm. All right. So be diligent to be found by him without spot or blemish and at peace. All right. Read two more verses and we're done. 17 and 18. Okay. You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away by the error of lawless people and lose your own stability but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day eternally. Amen. So don't be carried away, but grow. Yeah. So basically the whole book says says this, grow as a Christian, make progress as a Christian, or die as a Christian and fall away. You can't stand still as a Christian. Mm. You're going to grow or you're going to die. And if you're going to grow, you've got to do that thing that he repeated several times. You've got to make an effort. Yeah. What kind of effort are you putting into your Christian growth? Mm. Grow or die. Second Peter. 
Bada boom, bada bing. And if you want to know what you're supposed to grow in, go back there to that list in first in the first chapter there. That'll give you a good guideline to start working on. Yeah, yeah, and really work at those things in your life and pray about those things and, and help your family to grow in those things. And if, if you're growing as a Christian, you're not dying as a Christian. There we go. It's All a, right. It's a short and sweet book with a powerful point. It is. All right. Thanks again for watching, and we hope that you will send in any comments or questions that you have. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.